Hey Shambly, I want to invite us today to catch a fresh vision for our church as we revision, as we give our vision a revision for 2021. In just a second, I'm going to read a passage of scripture that can be for us the foundation of this revisioning. And then after I read it, I want to invite you to affirm that that scripture is God's word for us for today and for 2021. If you're used to doing this, if it's a common practice for you to do the, the call and response that is the affirmation of the scripture that says this is the word of God for the people of God, and then everyone responds, thanks be to God, I want to give us a little different take on that as we revision. So as we hear this scripture in a fresh way. So we're, we're going to do the call and response like this, just a little bit different. I'll say, this is God's word for God's people, and you say, Thank you, God. All right, so you listen to this passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 through 19. So then, from this point on, we won't recognize people by human standards, even though we used to know Christ by human standards. That isn't how we know him now. So then, if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away, and look, new things have arrived. All of these new things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and who gave us the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, God was reconciling the world to himself through Christ by not counting people's sins against them. He has trusted us with this message of reconciliation. This is God's word for God's people. Thank you, God. We notice in this passage of God's word that the author, Paul, starts with, So then, and he's building on something he's already been discussing previously in the chapter, and that is the death and resurrection of Jesus. And he says, so then, in light of our knowledge and experience of the death and resurrection of Jesus, we no longer see people by human standards. As we think about resetting our vision for the church for 2021 and beyond, you remember the few sermons that have preceded this one. Pastor Stacy preached about refocusing and what it means to, to reconsider what we focus on, what we look for, and particularly to look for God's light shining even in unexpected ways. And then I shared a message about reassessing and what it means to look around and take a fresh assessment of what God has given us to participate in the work of God's kingdom in our world, to raise the level for everyone, the gifts that God has given us, but also the means by which we employ those gifts with love, with passion, devotion, and good cheer. And then I shared a message last week about repentance and the role of a repentant spirit 
and being able to reset and catch a fresh vision. In light of God's mercy, being willing to name, to confess, and receive forgiveness, and turn toward a new direction to catch a new vision. And that's the focus of the message this week. The new vision is we revision 2021 for ourselves, our lives, and for the life of our church and for the life of God's world. And according to Paul, seeing human beings, seeing each other in a new way is a part of this revisioning. He says in light of God's love, in light of Christ's death and resurrection, we no longer see each other according to human standards. We no longer define one another by our jobs or our experience, by where we live or what we have or what we don't have. We no longer see each other by our political affiliation or personal opinions. Nor do we see each other as means to an end or conquests for God or adversaries. But rather we see one another as beautiful, valuable, beloved children of God. All of us, all people everywhere. And Paul names, the same was true for him, for all of us, when it came to Jesus. That we used to see Jesus by these same human standards. As a good person, or a wise teacher, or an interesting character with some provocative ideas. But then, at some point, by the grace of God and the work of God's Holy Spirit, we came to know Jesus as so much more than that. We came to know Jesus as the Son of God who came to take away the sins of the world, who came to restore us and all of creation to a right relationship with God. We came to know Jesus as the one, as the source who can change our lives. And so knowing Jesus that way, not by human standards, but knowing Jesus as divine, then gives us a different vision for one another and how we see each other, no longer by human standards, but seeing each other through the lens of God. It makes me think of um, one of the scenes in the movie National Treasure. You know, the, the plot of the movie, it's an old movie, but the, the plot is that there's this vast treasure that's been hidden somewhere in our country and sort of this conspiracy to hide it that involved the government and, and secret organizations. And, and so, you know, the folks that are on the hunt for this national treasure steal the Declaration of Independence and there's something written on the back that uh, they have to decode. And, and so the star of the movie, Nicolas Cage's character, goes and finds these glasses that were invented by Benjamin Franklin to be able to read the back of the Declaration of Independence. And, and there's a scene where, you know, each eye of the 
glasses has several different colors of lenses that can be changed in front of it and and he's having to turn and tweak and get just the right ones and just the right combination of the colors to be able to look and see the message that has been hidden on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And, and once he gets his vision correct, once he's looking through the right lenses, the message that was waiting there for him or whoever had the glasses and had the ability to see, the message appears as if it's lifting off of the page in 3D and points the way to where they can find the treasure. And I think Paul's describing much the same kind of experience for us in our lives of faith. That once we're able to see through the light of Christ, through the lens of the light of Christ, then we see all that God has created and given us, all that God has called us to be, lifting up off of the page of the scriptures or off the pages of our lives and giving us something of infinite value and worth, our place in the kingdom of God. And so as we get that vision for who Christ is and who we are in Christ, who all of us are in Christ, with this new vision of Jesus, of God, and of humanity, Paul says, Behold, if anyone is in Christ in this way, there is a new creation. The old is gone and new things have arrived. And we see with this vision that these new things, this new creation, Paul is telling us it's here, now. So that we're no longer looking just for life after death or fascinated by the end times or the great by and by, but rather as the British theologian N.T. Wright puts it, we're living the life after death now. We see that, in fact, you can teach an old dog a new trick if that old dog is in Christ. Then we can know the new life, the new creation, the new things of God's kingdom right now, right here, in us and among us. And that is the impact of the crucifixion and of the resurrection it's knowing and experiencing the truth that our God loves without holding anything back. That our God brings new life out of dead places. And we can see that God in Christ is doing a new thing, is always doing a new thing. Which is why God's church and why our faith can survive in any era, in any area. And in any circumstances, from the Jewish diaspora to the Roman persecution to plagues or pandemic, we can have a vision for a faith and a church that isn't dependent upon places or practices. But we can see the new things that have arrived and are arriving by God and from God, new and creative ways of being the church, 
of seeing each other, all the each others around us in the resurrection light of Christ. Barbara Brown Taylor says, Christians are called to understand God's grace as something more than the infinite remission of our sins. If we want to take part in the divine work of redemption, then we will also understand God's grace as the gift of regeneration, complete with new vision, new values, and new behavior. And the new vision that's described in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 by Paul is summarized in one word as reconciliation. That God has reconciled us to God's self in Jesus. This reconciliation is a reconnection. It's a restoration of relationship. It's putting things back to right. God did that. God does that. And God gives us the message and the ministry of reconciliation. That God reconciled the world to God in Christ. How? How? By not counting people's sins against them. We see here the power of God's version of vision. That this resetting is accomplished by God by not counting people's sins against them. And then we find that God trusts us with this message of reconciliation. So as we reset for 2021, as we refocus on what we're looking for, what we're seeing around us, as we reassess all that God has given us to be a part of the work of God's kingdom, as we repent in the light of God's mercy, as we name the brokenness, whether it's of our own doing or not, so that it can be made whole. Then we revision and envision a life for ourselves, envision a church, envision a world characterized by a spirit of reconciliation, of restoring relationships, of making things right. So I'm inviting you to imagine yourself, your very life, as a ministry of reconciliation. Imagine your church, your collective life and activity as being a message of reconciliation to a hurting and broken world. Imagine a community like Shambly being reconciled to God and to one another on every street corner and in every home. So next week, tune in again as I have invited a special guest, Leslie Hall, our church's lay leader. And we're going to share in a conversation with you about what it would mean in 2021 for us to have a vision 
for Shambly to be a people and a place of reconciliation, of looking ahead to all of the new things that God is doing and has in store for us this year and beyond. And I hope that you'll join me and Pastor Stacy today if you're tuning in with us live today from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll be sharing communion, drive-up communion at the church's campus under the portico by the preschool entrance. You'll see the signs when you pull onto campus. We've done it a few times now, but um, if you haven't participated yet, you'll, you'll get a cup and a wafer that's sort of in an all-in-one packet that um, is self-contained and safe. And as we share in this communion meal today, we can know that this meal embodies the reconciliation of the world to God in Christ. We can know that God in Jesus spared nothing, went to the ends of the world, went to the ends of Jesus' own life to reconcile the world to God in light of God's love. And as we receive this meal, as we receive the bread and the juice, we receive the body and blood of Christ, the life-giving body and blood of Christ. And we're reminded, renewed, restored in the reconciling work and power of God. And we're entrusted with the ministry, the message of reconciliation. So come between 11 and 1, drive up, receive communion, receive the blessing of reconciliation, the reminder, and then take it with you so that your life, your church, your community would be characterized by the reconciling love of God. I want to ask you if you would pray God's blessing over us and over this communion meal that we will share today. Oh God, we are thankful, humbled, yet uplifted by the knowledge and experience of your reconciling love that has restored our relationship with you, with each other, with the world. We're thankful that you have entrusted us with this message. And God, we're excited by the vision of our lives and our church being places, experiences of reconciliation for our world. And so as we share in this meal of reconciliation, this communion meal, God, we give thanks for the elements, for the bread and the juice. We ask that you bless them and make them be for us, the body and blood of Christ, so that we could be the body of Christ 
for the world, redeemed by his blood. Oh God, in this meal, make us one with each other, one with Christ, one in ministry to the world. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.